Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Coaster Cuzzies are going to relive some of their best 4th of July memories in the theme park. We also have some listeners that reached out and shared theirs as well, so we're going to share it on the show. Um, so yeah, stay tuned and listen to that Cuzzies in your ear. Coaster bro, what to do, man? How you doing? Feeling festive as hell. Recording yes. on the 4th of July, bro. Happy 4th of July, freedom. Let freedom ring. Rain. Rain? Or is it <laughs> ring? Freedom rain. You can make it freedom ring with our fireworks when they're blowing mm. up shit. Like, make that freedom ring. Make it ring or rain. Yeah. Freedom rain. Ring. I don't know. Is it like R-E-I-G-N? Yeah, that's rain. Is it? Yeah, um, Florida rain. Like, or is Florida it just rain. like Florida rain, you know? <laughs> Florida rain. <laughs> Let I'm gonna Google this. We're starting to show off strong over here. Let freedom it is rain. So R E I G N. All right, yeah. Oh, so make wait, wait. There's some con- controversy about it. Let freedom rain. I think it is rain. Well, let's let freedom rain and ring if you want to. Whatever you want to do, you just do your freedom however you want. Sound good? Just. Enjoy your freedom today, yes. damn it. Ring it, rain it, whatever you want to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, but yeah, we're recording on the 4th. Are you do, do you have any plans tonight? Uh, not really. I'm just uh, video chatting with my girlfriend. That's me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's what, what happens you? in long-distance relationships there, so that's fun. Uh, I will be sitting with my wife and my dog trying to prevent the dog from barking at fireworks all night. Yes. So... Sounds like we have a great night planned. Yes. <laughs> and here we're sitting recording this podcast on Fourth of July. Yes. No fireworks in our lives. Not a one. Yes. Except for the ones outside. But let's get started, man. We got some news for you to react to. I know. It's been I a love few these weeks. segments, man. It's like we're doing a month's worth of news that you need to react to. There's some good stuff in this one. I'm gonna oh, yeah. start with a dark one for you. Um, I actually read about this on the way. Well, about well, when I was almost on the way, because we're recording in person today, which is we kind are. of weird for us. It's our first time in like, I don't know, a year. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> Probably so. Um, but there was an incident at Adventureland in Iowa and um, kind of found all the news through the Adventureland Facebook group, which is like a really proud group of just local Iowans that have all the juice about the park. Sounds like it. And their Whitewater Rapids ride had a raft flip over. Oh, man. Yes. Um, According to the park, I don't have the statement in front of me, but three people were taken in critical condition to the hospital. Four, one was... um, Yeah, three's criticals, four's hospitalized. Yeah. So pretty intense. Some, you know, stuff from the Facebook group, which... You never know if it's real or not, but they said that they were listening to the radio calls on <laughs> the police scanner, and they said that CPR was involved, and we don't really know if that's true or not, but it sounded like a really serious 
thing. Um, they shut down like the Phoenix roller coaster in the area, and there's a bunch of like golf carts and stuff blocking off. Like it was a scene. So really hope that everyone turns out okay on that because whitewater rafting ride flipping over is about worst case scenario when it comes to an amusement park here. Yeah, I think it I mean that's hard to do, I would say, on those rides. I mean, yeah. you, you used to be a lead at one, mm-hmm. and we've all worked. I mean, I've worked at two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've done Fear of the Nile, and I also did. Uh, um, Bluetooth? Yeah, Bluetooth. Yeah, Bluetooth. Uh, um, I just helped out one time. I, don't, I wasn't really like fully trained, but it's yeah. it's hard to flip one, I would say. Yeah. It really is. And um, I don't know where it was on the ride. But it gets really scary if it's in, like, a deep part of the water or if it's by, like, the lift structure because bodies inside of the lift is not a good thing. That's kind of an incident that happened over in Europe a couple years ago, um, which ended in some fatalities. So really scary situation whenever these rides have an incident. But, um, you know, once this show comes out, there'll probably be more news on what officially happened. This is just all kind of breaking. Uh, But... Had to bring that up. Really hope everybody's okay. Yeah, Yeah. it makes a speedy recovery. I hope so. I could let their freedom reign. Let the freedom reign. Um, Let's just keep on the incident train because we have quite a few um, that have happened in the last month. And let's see. All right. Looking through my notes here. The Branson Coaster. Did you hear about this one? I have not. Whew. This was a wild one. So the Branson coaster, there was a boy that fell into the track oh, shit. and got like trapped for an hour and 40 minutes. Um, there wasn't a lot of details when it first came out, obviously, except for like fire rescue had to be there and they had to, like, he was really kind of stuck and um, later found out that the boy was visually impaired yeah so basically the backstory behind it is there was an 11 year old a 13 year old and they were expecting to be riding together on this ride but the policy is you have to be 16 or older to be the driver of one of those um the mountain coaster right yes a mountain coaster Mm -hmm. so they were able to ride separately and drive the older sibling was like um he has a he can't see like he has an impairment right and they still let him ride and somehow the ride stopped on the course which this is all speculation for me but i think he got caught in the lift contraption the ride stopped he got out and fell and got stuck um the only reason i say it was in that lift structure is I saw the firefighters like in the parking lot and that was one of the pictures. So that's, that's an assumption on my part. Yeah. But um, not a whole lot of updates from this. Uh, I know that there may have been some like crushing injuries involved. That's what but, the internet is saying right now. But this is a, I mean, when you, when you look at policy on this one, this one gets really interesting, I think, because there obviously isn't anything I would say on a lot of rides, there's not a lot of restrictions for if somebody has a sight impairment. Um, maybe on like the bumper cars, um, I've seen that before. But I mean, can you think of any 
sight impairment, like restrictions that you've ever seen on any rides that you've operated? No. Yeah. Maybe go-karts. Right. But it yeah. makes you wonder too, like, did he get out of his seatbelt? Was he able to undo a seatbelt by himself? Did he yeah, just I feel slip like, out? I know. I feel like the mountain coasters that I've been on, I guess I've been on some, yeah, I guess you get unbuckle yourself. Others, you were, they had to buckle, you have to use like a pin or something yeah. to release it. Kind of like the child block that you yeah. see on kitty coasters. I haven't been on a Branson coaster. I, I have. You have? Yeah. What was this? Do you remember this? I don't remember the, the, the yeah. seating restraints, but I remember there's a seatbelt. And I remember it being, I mean, it is one of the nicer um, mountain coasters that I've seen. But scary situation. And it makes you think like, what's going to change in the policy? to prevent something like that happening on a mountain coaster somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Cause it's such, it gets so sticky too with like supervision and, and that sort of thing. But this is something that, you know, if the two boys are riding together, I don't think he would have gotten out. So uh, hoping that the boy's okay. We're just really starting off with injuries and ride incidents here. Yes. But man, it was kind of a scary one. I mean, it was, it was uh, in Kansas City, at least, like, this actually made the news the news. Mm-hmm. And like, my dad was sending it to me and talking about it. So, all right, let's go with uh, a few more ride. Just terrible Six. things happening on rides. Um, we have two at Six Flags Great Adventure uh, in New Jersey. And the first one was actually a log flume. So... Uh, saw some interesting videos on the internet, of course, where there is like this turn going into the station off of the main like log flume drop. And there's video before the accident of like a guardrail being loose. Oh, yeah. And like the boat's flying in and you can tell that this guardrail is taking a lot of hits because it was completely loose and like it was moving. And a little bit after that spot, oh, you've got the video right now. You're pulling it up. I am. Um, we'll kind of give you an audio. Yes, this is the video here. Watch the guardrail here. Boom. Oh, you see yeah, how that loose that is? is? Definitely broken. Yes. A couple days later, there's an incident where it derails on that curve because it's taking it pretty. So it probably just went straight through. It's kind of over it. Um, I don't believe anyone was hurt from this, um, but that is a scary moment like because that would just fly into the lake underneath it if it were to jump the rail which it didn't jump the rail but it did kind of it went up on its side and people had to be evacuated so i flipped it like yeah not a complete flip over but like it was riding the wall and that's a really visible spot uh there's like an observation bridge over it you know people are waiting in line they're gonna see this so it, yeah it definitely probably that spot where it hits is probably with that guardrail getting loose and loose like that it probably mm-hmm. rode up a little bit and then if people were in it, which I sound like they probably were, probably people, they leaned and then I just, that helped flip it over. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're looking at like log flume rides, sometimes too, that like, they're not usually like as flashy as like a rapids ride flipping or something, but like you can bump into things pretty hard and if I it just shifts. Don't, so this was a couple of, this video is a couple of days before the incident mm-hmm. occurred. Yeah. I mean, I've, pretty sure they're supposed to walk that whole flume like maintenance or maybe even operations i don't think Both. operations does sometimes um yeah true but it was just from the video i'm watching right now folks 
it's been tight enough. Someone should have saw it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it it hit like, I mean, it moves about one to two feet. Yeah, like that's why you do the the rider test in the morning where operators ride and make sure everything's okay. It looks like it's already broken. Yeah, initially, and then that just boat kind of kicks it out even more. It just doesn't look as obvious, but but once that boat hits it, like mm-hmm. you can kind of see it's already kind of bent out. Yeah, it's not connected to anything. But and that, once it kicks out, it just kicked out even more, which should make yeah. it even more obvious for one mm-hmm. of the maintenance guys or even operations to see it. It's a complete failure by both teams, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So just an event that shouldn't have happened. And then especially an event that shouldn't happen, El Toro derailed. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the back car on El Toro derailed and the ride stopped. Not kind Toro. Of the- <laughs> Not Toro. Yeah, Toro. Toro's down. The coaster enthusiasts are crying daily about it. But yeah, there's um, there's especially a video. Angela, one of our followers, posted a really good video because um, she was at the park that day and she got video of like just sitting there with people on it and having to be, um, you know, evacuated and stuff. So that's going to be down for a little while, I would say. Coaster Angela. I think it's on our YouTube machine, but um, there, there's pictures everywhere online about it. Yeah, Just that's it insane. Yeah. God, what bad. <laughs> 2021. Yeah. It's just like, there's kind of a joke going around the internet. Like, what's going to happen next? Um, even Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, like at the base of the lift of Griffin, they had to bring in like firefighters and stuff to evacuate. Yeah, that's her. Thank you, GP Angela, for making content. You're very funny. We love your QPOV rides. But we're pulling up your YouTube video now. But yeah, it's kind of in the. Is that it? Yeah. See where it's stuck? Yeah. It's wow. like right in front of the queue to like zoom in Jaro, too. <laughs> but yeah, just came off its on the back of that back car. Come on, guys. Get it together, Six Flags. But, yeah, do you have anything to add about the derailment at El Toro? I mean, it's crazy. Like, I mean, El Toro is a name brand ride, so it's crazy to hear Mm -hmm. something like that happening on such a a name brand ride. Be pretty sad if you were doing a, you know, a Six Flags trip for the first time and Toro's down. But... I mean, it's overrated anyway. Let it be down for a couple of days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Theme Park's uh, getting through his first drink. No problem. All right. He's getting a drink. So, yeah, but there was also, I did mention it earlier, Bush Gardens Williamsburg had an evacuation that made, like, national news. Like, people were messaging my wife and saying, hey, did you see this? <laughs> and, and then, like, when you see the picture of it, it's, like, routine just in a spot where it's hard to get people off. So firefighters were involved. Yeah. That one that one's nothing compared to the last four, I'd say. All right. Let's move on to some more exciting news. Yeah, it's just some positive. It's a holiday. Like, yeah, let's know what's going on. Yes. All right. HHN 30. The icon is back. They're bringing back Jack, Dan. Hell yeah, Jack. Hell yeah, Jack. Makes me realize I haven't been to HHN in five years. It makes me sad because HHN 25, Jack was the bomb. 
he's like my favorite mascot of all time. So it's good to see Jack back. It's good to have HHM back. Are you, are you planning on uh I want to. I just don't know. I have a wedding to go to in October. You do have a pretty packed schedule. But I do have plenty of vacation time. So, like, I want to. I just don't know if I want to be able to or not. Yeah. Um, but it'll be – I miss HHN. And I do feel like HHN is going to have one of its best years in a long time. I don't, I don't know if there will be any dead nights at HHN this year. Oh, probably not at all. People missing it. All right, moving on to Arizona. Arizona is going to be getting another roller coaster, bro. Wow. Yeah, Glendale, Arizona is going to open a Mattel themed attraction. So it's kind of like an indoor themed attraction with some outdoor rides. And with this is going to be a Hot Wheels themed coaster, which I remember us talking about like that needs to happen. Well, there used to be a themed one and they took the name off of it. Yes, it was yeah. like in Australia or something, I think. Yeah. But this one, the concept art just makes it look like it's going to be a janky arrow coaster. So I'm like, what the hell is this going to be? Maybe a Vacoma ride? A lot of people are like, maybe it's Vacoma. I don't really know. But it's really just just concept art. So who the hell knows? But it's going to be outdoors and it's going to go over like the parking lot. But they're also going to have go-karts and like a Thomas the Train train. And this is expected to be coming in 2022, which... You know, between this and the coaster in that random zoo that I haven't been to, you haven't been to Castles and Coasters yet. I'm not. You're kind of like, once this comes, it might be worth going to Arizona. I was in Arizona recently, but yes. did not, wasn't close to riding anything. Yep. So maybe next time, maybe in 2022 when you go, you're going to have to go to Glendale and check out this new attraction for us. All right. Another new theme park coming. This new theme park's coming out the ass. Storyville Gardens theme park is proposed for Nashville to open in spring of 2025. This is one where I don't know if it's going to happen or not. want to hear your opinion. But there's going to be a focus on literature from around the world. So there's four areas. You're going to have Africa, America, Asia, and Europe, and kind of like the stories that are created from these continents and there's going to be a nonprofit arm to this that is going to be about natural. It's the National Literacy Center, and it's very focused on literature. Um, That's cool. And like the opening video of this woman announcing it, she's like, you know, people in Nashville, I guess they can't read. I don't know, but there's a lot of people that are reading below grade level, and she wants to create this attraction that brings people in that also kind of hooks them into picking up books and reading. Interesting. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it is pretty cool. My wife sent this video to like all of her teacher friends, and they're like, "Oh my god, you and you and Coaster Bro can work at the same place." <laughs> but she loves to teach reading. She loves literature. Um, she is a lot more skeptical than I am of the place. She doesn't think that reading is going to bring people in. Yeah, that's kind of hard. I mean. People go in for thrills and excitement and not reading. They they want to see their favorite characters from books slash movies to come alive in a theme park. Yes. But they don't want to just see the book. You know, they just want to see it in person. So yeah. it'd be interesting how they do that. From what I can tell from the concept art, it looks like it's going to be more of a themed environment with some rides. Yeah. With like this literary center and um, probably some different activities. It's not a whole lot. It's kind of hard. Concept art of something that's going to be built in 2025. You know, it's usually 
there's usually not a lot of promises there. <laughs> but um, it does look like a highly themed environment for sure. Um, trees. And Nashville could use a park. A lot of trees. A lot of trees. Room for future expansion. Um, but I think one issue you might run into is, like, are they going to try to chase IPs? Because that's going to be costly. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Maybe they'll f- focus more on the stories of the past. Like, I could see nursery rhymes being a big thing in America or something, or, or Europe. Um, I hope it makes it, but we shall see. Storyville Gardens. Yeah. Maybe it's like a garden park. I don't know. All right. Disney World. There's a pretty funny viral video that came out. A woman on Living with the Land jumped out and tried to steal a cucumber. And she fell on her ass while doing it. Another guy got out of the boat and like, tried to help her back in. There was this huge scene. Diz Twitter loved it. Um, yeah, you just need to look this up. I think it's on TikTok. It's it's pretty fantastic. Oh yep, there you go. No, no. Just... Living with the land. What are your opinions on living with the land? By the way, I love it. It's just a fun, relaxing ride. You don't like it? I don't get it. I don't it get just, the cult following. It's just to show you, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just nice. So, is it just that it's like classic Epcot and what Epcot was supposed to be, and people like? Yeah, that? that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. You know, it's supposed to be this. Um, here we go. I think I found it. No, never mind. This is completely different. I think TikTok might be your best bet. Or Twitter. Twitter Disney cucumber or something. Um, what would you rank cucumbers? In vet, like, in the, let's go one to 10. Where does a cucumber fall in vegetables for you? Like, would you have stolen a cucumber? What do you want for something else? Uh, I like cucumbers. They're delicious. Um, like to me, a cucumber is a solid eight choice to be trying to steal. We don't condone stealing or jumping off rides, but you know, if if you had to pick one. All right, here it is. Oh yes, she's she's out. She got it, and now she fell on her ass. Guy gets out of boat, trying to help her. Pretty sure these guys got thrown out of the park, but I would expect so. <laughs> like this is just classic watching this. You tell, you know for a fact they hit around the world early, and then she's like, "I'm stealing a cucumber on oh, living with the land." Like they probably just stopped. Like we need to do a little bit of rides. We're at Disney, you know. We've already been drinking, you know. Yeah. Let's let's like actually do something productive. Mm-hmm. And this is hilarious, but I'm not I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. Yep. It's pretty yeah. great. Kind of surprised this doesn't happen more often, which um, it's just a great video. And Diz Twitter definitely fell in love with it. All right. Uh, we kind of covered this in the last show with Worlds of Fun, but there was kind of this hilarious moment. Worlds of Fun came out one day and they cut more days. So they did it one week and then they followed up the week after and it was like, sorry, we're cutting more days in June. And then Silver Dollar City, literally an hour later, announces that they added like 12 days to their calendar. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, I think I officially said it on Twitter that I am officially abandoning World of Fun as my home park. And my new home park is now Silver Dollar City. I totally agree with that. I mean, 
I mean, Silver City is already like 20 times better. It so. is. It's a better park. And like, I think we would have more fun day tripping Silver Dollar City like three or four times a year than we would go into Worlds of Fun three or four times a year. Yeah. So let's consider it done. Like, this is definitely my last year of having a season pass. Today. I think I'm done. Yeah. Until there's another major coaster that comes, which watch, they'll freaking announce it like next year or something and we'll be biting our words here <laughs> eating our words but um i think the only thing that could save it might be um what's that festival they do now Winterfest, carnival oh, grand carnival, grand carnival. we yeah. didn't get to go the year true ran heard it's good i don't think it'll be that good that'll make me want to renew our pass but that's coming up here i think in august they're actually going to expand their hours to nine o'clock for that awesome we yeah. should definitely go during that. That is kind of the only thing I have left yeah, to wonder. July to 24th through August 8th will be going on. Very short. Yes. I don't understand why it's so short. Wait, yes, I do. <laughs> we got to save money. But it doesn't seem worth it. Like to do the festival or to go? Like how? Because <laughs> that's what? Two weeks? Yeah, I'd probably want to, you know, have something go. True. And I think an all summer festival kind of takes away. I think that kind of takes away calling a festival if it's all summer. Mm. Like, we'll go back to food and wine. True. It's like, I love food and wine, don't get me wrong, mm. but it's already not a festival anymore. It's almost like expected to be going on when you're there. Because it was almost half a year now. And yeah, <laughs> it's almost like when it's not going, it's like a special day. It's like, wow, there's not a festival going on here at Epcot. Wow, yeah. this is this is pretty cool. Like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, so it, it almost to the point where it's like, I think, yeah, a couple of weeks, that's, I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to definitely visit and uh, let you guys know what we think about it. Yes. But pretty unlikely that we'll be renewing our passes for next year. And um, Silver Dollar City, they're usually decent price passes anyway. So why not? Why not? All right. And then our last bit of news. Yeah. Is from Atlanta. We've got an RMC update, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know who should get involved in that, right? Who do you so, think? Who should uh, who should we hit up? We should hit up our RMC guy. You know, he probably knows he probably knows all that kind of stuff. Oh, what's up, theme park stud? Happy fourth, bro. What's up, man? Uh, happy fourth to you as well, uh, RMC guy. What are you up to this weekend? What am I up to this weekend? Is that even a question? I got my jeep, pulling my boat, and we're hitting up Table Rock Lake. <sighs> Not the twenty-year-olds on a boat thing again. It's a lifestyle, brother. After that, I'm headed to Moab with Sweet Pamela to drive over and see some kick-ass rocks and drive over them and stuff, you know. Typical RMC guy stuff, I see. Let's move on. Why are you here? So it looks like FunSpot uh, released a few photos of the first element of the new RMC coaster. A dive loop looks sick. What do you think? You betcha, and it's going to be all steel. Yeah. yeah. What are the colors of the ride again? The only color you need, brother. We got red, white, and blue, baby. <laughs> All right, of course. I'm sure you brought uh, brought that up during your weekly meeting with the Fun Spot owner at Hooters, right? Why isn't the ride uh, being sponsored by a team anymore? Oh, it didn't. It just turns out the Fun Spot was out of money from buying, you know, an RMC roller coaster out of nowhere, and the St. Louis Battlehawks are a uh, little bit out of the price range of, of Fun Spot. Hey, FunSpot can't afford an XFL team. I thought XFL would need all the money they could get. Well, the truth is we tip the waitresses a little bit too much. But I said too much. I got to dip out theme park stud. Um, I have like 69 Snapchats 
from Table Rock Lake that I got to open. Um, but yeah, you know, got to keep the streaks going. <laughs> Whatever, man. Behave yourself out there. You got it. Oh. Wow. Who would have wow. thought? Red, white, and blue. That's totally – that had to be RMC guy's choice, right? 100%. I yeah. bet I bet if he was – if he rode living with the land, he would probably try and sell an eggplant. Oh, yeah. He's a big eggplant guy. <laughs> big for eggplant sure. guy. <laughs> One thing RMC guy loves is uh, penis-shaped vegetables for yes. sure. <laughs> I mean, cucumber, not, not a bad second choice for him, I think. Though. Not bad at all. Not bad. But yeah, so um, that's all the news, right? That is all of the news, yeah. all of the destruction, but and good stuff. New I parks think, and derailments. Yeah, but I think you have some news. You're going on a little little trip with your wife coming yeah. up soon, right? Got a little baby trip we're going on. Yeah. So what's, what's the details? I feel like I haven't been on a trip in a long time. So uh, I am like leaving my job soon. <laughs> they know about it, so that's why I said that. Um, <laughs> But I'm trying to burn some PTO and go on some trips before I leave. And um, we're taking a little three-day trip to Des Moines, Iowa. Woo-woo. Yes. Did you learn a lot from our great coaster, Greg Cuzzy's trip? And you're going to take some of that information and apply it to yours? <laughs> it is, actually. Yeah. Uh, I definitely pulled up the Instagram post, and um, you know, which I saved, which on the instructions you're supposed to save. It's very useful. Very and useful. Totally going to probably eat some of those places. Maybe go check out Papa John's Sculpture Park. <laughs> see if Papa John's there. We are bringing our dog on like our first trip ever. So oh, that's cool. We've got like an Airbnb with um, that allows dogs. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, but like, that's I like that. Yeah, he's gonna like that. And you know, if he like throws a fit whenever we leave, nobody's gonna hear it because it's we have like no neighbors and <laughs> it's gonna be great. But we're gonna hit up Adventureland for sure excited to be taking my wife it's her first time going to that park that's cool and i haven't been since 2016 something like that road monster but since then there's two new credits there which i haven't had a new credit since fall of 2019 or summer 2019 when i went on a colorado trip yeah yeah that was my last new credit yeah or lakeside would have been your last yeah Yeah. it was like a their wild mouse there wild chipmunk (laughs) So excited, probably the most excited I'll ever be to ride a 4D SNS spin coaster. <laughs> just <laughs> going to be terrible. Credit. Yeah. Just it's been a while. It's been a drought. It, it has been a drought. And then they also have the Phoenix spinning coaster, which, um, you know, it, it won't blow our minds, but I will have two new credits <laughs> for That's the first exciting. time in a long time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just love that park. It, it's like one of the most charming parks out there. It's small. The drink game is strong there. There's a good water park. I don't think we'll be going to the water park. Mm-hmm. I think we'll just be hitting the uh, the dry rides and stuff. But really excited to be going and um, maybe make some content on there. Who knows? There we go. But at least give us something to talk about on our uh, <laughs> on our next show, right? <laughs> but, awesome. Yeah, well, it should be a good time. It is Fourth of July, so we thought we would share some of our favorite memories of working in a theme park or really being in theme parks. I really have only been, I've only worked at a theme park on 4th of July. Have you ever gone to a theme park in 4th of July or no? No, I am too wise to do that. Yeah, I'll say that. We've had too many stories working at theme parks to be going on 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Usually, and you know, I may be overgeneralizing here, but the crowds of any given theme park on a 4th of July, I think in general, people 
around the 4th of July, you know, we're going to be let loose a little bit more. People are having fun. Maybe they've had a, a little bit too much to drink and uh, people are just wearing less clothes. They're smellier. It's more hot. tan. It's hot. Yeah. And it's just like, it brings out a weird side of people in an amusement park. Yeah, I had a, I have one of my coworkers, he went to World of Fun yesterday and he was like, I think it's gonna be busy. And I was like, I was like, well, it's a holiday weekend. It most likely will be, but I don't, you never know because he's going to World of Fun. So mm-hmm. I was like, it might not be busy, but it also depends on what you think Disney is. Yeah, busy is. Disney. Hey, bu- <laughs> Disney. There's different levels of busyness. You have, you have the normal busy, like a World of Fun, and you have the Disney level, yeah. <laughs> which is Disney on, I almost said Disney on ice, yeah. so it's not busy. <laughs> Disney on ice. Uh, oh, but anyways, um, I was like, it's probably going to be busy. Uh, for the most part, especially on a holiday weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think I will probably ever go to a theme park on 4th of July unless I need to or, like, I'm just – that's the way it lines up on a vacation that, mm-hmm. you know, friends or family's going on and I am just happen to be there. But I would Ooh. not go out of my way to plan something that way. I did lie. Actually, my first visit, like, as a teenager um, to Six Flags St. Louis was on 4th of July weekend. Nice. And I remember waiting for Batman – for two and a half hours it was literally that long to ride a clone it was my first time ever riding it so i was like mind blown but holy cow it was busy you know, it's funny the first time i rode batman i waited i don't know exactly how long the wait was but it was a long wait like mm-hmm. i remember the queue was outside with that little courtyard where there was like oh a yeah. spiral that's where the queue like kind of started at and was so it like it was- full the whole way yeah, I would say it was at least an hour, if not. But it was a long. And I, you know, as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, this ride looks so cool." Yeah, so, and it yeah. was. I mean, it, I mean, yes, for first time riding something like that. That I that was before Prowler. I mean, not Prowler. Patriot was open at Worlds of Fun. Yeah. So that was my first being him inverted. Yep, and, same. So that of course is going to be great. So that's true. Then you realize, wow, there's a lot better ones out there. Yes, but do you have? I know you have some memories. We have a mutual memory that we do. We yeah. love to bring up. <laughs> That's probably my first one that I could truly like say I was at Fourth of July at a theme park is back in two thousand eight when you and I worked at the Mamba. Um, our first, well, your second year, first year in rides. Yes, my first year worlds of fun, and um, yeah, what a day! I think we <laughs> we worked a mid shift. I think mm, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and. Which literally might as well have worked open and closed. We would have missed like a couple hours before opening and we left two hours before. It would have been like closed. 11.30 to, was it midnight close that? Yeah, so it was like yeah. 11.30 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when we were walking out, because I was walking out with my girlfriend at the time, and you might have been with me at that point. I probably was. The fireworks started going off, so we kind of <sighs> stopped and watched the fireworks. Yes. But anyways, let's break down that day. I mean, <laughs> let's break it down. It was... Uh, it was one of the busiest days I've ever seen Vault of Fun be. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had, uh, we, were, we were planning on putting on three trains. I think at one point we eventually did. And right. we had a full crew at Mamba. And yes. I haven't seen a full crew there probably since that day, I would say. I remember um, working the entrance of that ride kind of like around lunch and calling in like a huge fight outside of coasters and in front of like kind of where that plaza is. Yeah. And it was huge. I think you were at the ride and people were like, yeah, I remember, on. yeah, I was out in the queue area. I was kind of crowd control at the time because we were kind of rotating through. And this was during the middle of the day, um, you know, daylight out and just a huge crowd. And all of a sudden, yeah, I just heard a bunch of shouting and yelling over by coasters. 
and um, between coasters and Nile, that midway, probably more on the kind of coasters patio. And um, like, it was just a sea of people. Yes. And I, it was a lot of shouting. I, I, I think it was not a true fight, just some like maybe a punch was thrown. Uh-huh. But then like, there was so many Everybody's people there. Everybody's boys really, in. And I remember people were jumping over out of the queue line to run down, see what was going on. It was just going crazy. Yeah. They were like jumping over fences into like, they weren't in low lying areas, but they but were they really were, not. Yeah, been. they were yeah out of bounds <laughs> areas for sure. Yeah, um, it was insane. Yeah, and then I remember people had were shooting off fireworks off of yes. the roller coaster train while I was coming to the station. Like someone snuck out on like firecrackers, lit them, <laughs> threw them over the side, and they were shooting off while the trains <laughs> going in. And of course, people again jumped up, started like you know jumping line trying to see what was going on, even though it's just firecrackers. Yeah. And, and I, and I was on the date, like, that was when, like, during the daytime. So, essentially, I think from what we all heard, it was, like, a bunch of, like, people got on, like, social media was saying, hey, go to World of Fun. Like, we're going to throw down there. So, like, all these gangs kind of showed up. Yeah. And I use gangs loosely because I don't think they're real gangs. But, like, a lot of them were, like, these young, like, maybe high school, maybe college age. Yeah, and, they were young. Uh, yeah, there was just a ton of people there and a lot of fights broke out throughout the whole night. And they were doing and like a, I remember them doing like cheap tickets that day as well. It was just like a, a really perfect storm. I think it was also a Saturday. Yes, it was. So it was just like this perfect storm of just like, people are going to show up and be a little rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember one of our favorite moments we talked about yes. was, it was like the sun was about to start setting and we needed, um, we needed more crowd control, but um, our supervisor came by and she's like, I need two people that is not going to take shit from anybody. Literally said <laughs> yep. shit from anybody. Like on unload, kind of yeah. pretty loudly, like people yeah. heard it. <laughs> and uh, Costa Bro myself volunteered because we're not going to take shit from anybody. Hell yeah. And we had, they pretty much froze us out into the, the queue area just to anybody that was line jumping or doing anything like smoking, anything they weren't supposed to. We had full permission to kick them out of the line, and we kicked out many people. We from did, the line. yes, and it, it was a it was crazy. And then, um, I mean, I kind of wish I was a supervisor that year, yeah. just because I um, one of our friends, Pete, yeah, uh, he has a good story from that night. He was like walking by, um, kind of where the Timberwolf entrance is. So if you like know where that's at. Um, there's kind of like an alleyway. I think I think the real name is like like Bicentennial Boulevard or something yeah. like that. Um, that's no one ever uses that word, and I'm probably wrong. I'm sure the masses are gonna like be flipping over. Like, oh my god, that's not that's what it's called. <laughs> Jeff and Jenna are um, listening to the show. We are, we apologize in advance. Worldofun.org. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what's called. It might not be Boulevard, but Square. I think it's Square. yeah Bicentennial Square. That's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, it's kind of like a little corridor that dead ends. That's where uh, Thunderhawk used to be. Um, and now, what's over there? Nothing, right? Like, yeah, it's almost first, time in the exit for first aid Timberwolf. is over there. Okay, and yeah. I think like some security offices, mm-hmm. and then like they kind of open it up for haunts. Yes, and that's pretty much all it's used for. Yeah, really. So back in back in those days, Thunderhawk was over there and a few games, but half the time Thunderhawk was closed. And if it wasn't busy, those games are closed too. I'm sure on this day it was open, but it was also like late at night, so they might have shut those down. And anyways, he was walking by and he was a supervisor and he just looks over and they see like one kid just getting beat up by three other kids. And Pete's like, he's he's not gonna be able to do anything about it. Security's everywhere. They, you know, we can't get them to they're be at running, spots. They're running from call to call. Yeah. So all <laughs> Pete could do was just yell as loud as you can. 
hey, stop that. And sure enough, luckily that worked. They all scattered and left the kid alone. Um, but it was just, it was such a crazy night. And we were severely understaffed, didn't have enough security in the park. <laughs> um, I know a ton of people got arrested that night. It was, it was just insane. But it was also one of the one of the craziest best memories I ever had on unfortunately. Sure. Especially in a theme park. I was like, wow, that was insane. It, so. ne- it never lived up to that night. Like I remember like years after that, we're like, Working for the July night, pretty pumped. Yeah, and I was just like calm. <laughs> I literally was looking at my Facebook memories. Hold, on, let me pull it up. The status that I posted on 2009, so my second year uh, working at Worlds of Fun. The year after this particular Fourth of July. Yeah, so I literally said um, July 4, 2009, 4:13 p.m. I got to strap up for work tonight. Awesome, lol. <laughs> and. Uh, the funny thing was like that year they had like metal detectors they were checking bags all this kind of stuff and no one even really came so they learned from um, their mistake the year before and i will point out shout out to world of fun it hasn't ever been like that on a fourth of july weekend ever again (laughs) oh uh, yeah it never has never been like that again i've never experienced anything like that ever like I mean, I know they had a, a couple of years ago. We weren't there, but I think it was like 2018. It was a, a huge fight that broke out and a mm-hmm. bunch of youth were, were detained or something. That was and out I'm, by like the pickup drop-off area, I think. No, it was it? I thought it was like in the park. Oh. Anyways, I I asked the people that worked there that worked in 2008 and they said, yeah, it, was, it wasn't the same. It wasn't apples to apples. There's just mm-hmm. more media that covered it. So Yeah, media didn't catch any of this, by the way. Mm-hmm. It didn't like hit mainstream media. Yeah, not that I remember, but yeah, it was pretty wild. It was pretty epic. That was that was very interesting. Well, do you have any like, well, those were good memories to us. Mm-hmm. But do you have any other memories from working in theme parks of your Fourth of July weekend? Yeah, birthday? I had a really fun one. Like when I worked at Legoland, my the one year I worked there down in Florida. Um, they they do they do Fourth of July a little different. Obviously, it's a children's theme park, so um, I don't know. It was just one. Of, it was a fun day, and I. Um, they do their, their like fireworks show a lot earlier in the night. So they do at like 9 PM when the park kind of closes that nine. Yeah. Um, but it has to be dark enough for them to shoot fireworks and stuff. And, um, it was just a fun day. You know, we were, we were helping out with crowd control, getting people into the stadium where they're going to shoot them off over the lake. And I remember we were just like, we were just joking around with the patrons the whole time. And I remember they, they did 3d brictacular, um, <laughs> firework show so you can oh. buy these 3d oh no we gave out free uh 3d um uh glasses that turn lights into lego bricks nice. essentially and i remember the whole time we kept joking with them i was like they're like oh i was like you need some glasses like that'd be five bucks a piece and some people would would almost pull like actually pay and we're like no no we're just joking these are free <laughs> but then afterwards um we always had these like these stories of of like haunted things at Legoland. Mm-hmm. So after we got done and we, the park was kind of closed, we just kind of like joked around afterwards, and we went into the the gardens at Legoland. And they're beautiful gardens. Actually, it's like a state park, um, but Legoland kind of um, they maintained them. So if you go to Legoland, Florida, I mean, it's not really a full day park, but you can turn it into a full day thing. And going to the gardens will definitely assist with that time. You can spend yes. a whole hour in the gardens. It's beautiful. It's one of my favorite parts of Legoland. Yeah. Um, and I heard it's gotten better. They've expanded the gardens a little oh, bit, man. like we did certain areas. But there's this banyan tree that's in there. It's a really Ooh. cool tree. Um, but 
there's been all these stories of these landscapers at night that would have to like, especially when it get, does get cold, they have to put heaters back in to make sure the, the tree doesn't die. So they have to monitor throughout the night. And I guess there's been multiple times where landscapers have quit because they thought they were getting watched or there's ghosts. So we decided to sneak back there. And the whole time it was just like, we're just, you know, pranking each other. And I remember, I remember you just get on edge and I remember we went around this like corner and there's like little statues in that area. And we shine a light and it just hit one of the statues just right. We we're like, wow, oh! and we all just jumped at the same time. So it was just a fun day. So that was one of my favorite memories I ever had at, um, in a theme park, just because it was a fun day, not too busy. Everything went great, smoothly. And we just, everyone was joking around and great mood. And that's just, that's the best part about working in a theme park is just th those kind of moments. Essentially. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess one of my favorite memories from a theme park was when I worked at Six Flags over Georgia. I was like in charge of employee events and stuff, but every year marketing pulled through and they gave access to like the full-time employees to go to their 4th of July hard ticketed water park party. Nice. And I didn't have to plan a thing. I just showed up and got to go for free. And it was like, it was like limited capacity to the water park. There's like no line for the slides and there's like free food. And I just remember like, every year I would go and just like kick it in a lawn chair and we got the best view of the fireworks. They set them off right behind the wave pool. Nice. And just sitting there and enjoying it. Like it was one of my favorite memories from working at the park was just, just going by myself and just like relax and watching the fireworks was always a great memory. So mm -hmm. I do know a lot of Six Flags parks do that, like for their water parks. So in my opinion, definitely worth the money to just do that. If you want to check out a Six Flags water park and they do an event like that, do it because it's a good time. <laughs> I would probably pay the money for that, especially if it's only like if they have limited tickets, so it's not mm -hmm. gonna be that busy. That's yeah. kind of worth it almost. So. Yeah, don't wait for line. Don't wait in line for anything. Yeah, you like, got plenty of time to do the pool thing, and then yeah, just chilling in the. Were you able to chill in the wave pool yep. and watch it? Okay. Yeah, we could have. Um, we we deci decided. I decided to sit in like a lawn yeah, chair. Yeah, that's, that's first row, just post as, up, just nice as well. Yeah. Uh, another memory I had, this wasn't, Universal didn't really do big things for 4th of July. It was just kind of a normal day. I mean, it was busy, but it, they didn't, they didn't do anything over the top. They already had their normal fireworks, nothing different. But in 2014, my first year there, that was when Diagon Alley opened and Gringotts got delayed. And I had to work on 4th of July and I actually, it was my first time riding Gringotts. They needed a test rider. So I was able to go over there and rode it. And nice. so even though it's not really a 4th of July experience, but it was just something that I, it's a memory I'll never forget was first riding Gringotts for the first time ever before it was open to the public on 4th of July. So that's very nice. Yeah. Oh man. Those are some great, why do we have so many 4th of July memories? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Well, we had some listeners chime in. Yeah, let's see what the, what some of their favorite memories were. I'm going to start off with a bang, literally here. <laughs> <laughs> and this one got DM'd to us. And we're going to keep the identity of this person. You'll see why. Secrets. And I am going to shorten it a little bit, too, because there's a lot of details. But basically, this dude worked at the park. He had this little crush on this other girl that worked at the park. So after they were off the clock... They snuck a bottle of the good stuff. I'm not going to mention the park either, but they went to the water park and watched the fireworks from the top of the slides. And then they did the dirty on top, <laughs> on top of the slide, <laughs> which is disgusting and awesome at the same time. Yeah. So 
that I don't know if anybody will be able to top that particular memory. I'll see why it's one of their favorite Fourth of July memories. <laughs> there was just, yeah, they're just going to be disappointed every Fourth of July following that. <laughs> All right, we got a few from Instagram. Some people that are happy to share their identity <laughs> because you know they did illegal stuff. Um, a Town Andrew said his favorite memories of the Fourth are avoiding the crowds on the Fourth of July and visiting a few days earlier when it's not not really un, when it's not crowded. He said the word uncrowded. I didn't know how to say that while I was reading. Um, but he has memories of going to Disneyland on Friday, like June 28th, and Sunday, June 30th, right after Galaxy's Edge opened. So nice. You guys go to Galaxy's Edge when it was a little bit less crowded because everybody's waiting to go on vacation at that point. Um, that's a really good strategy, I'd say. Yeah, it's a good pro tip. I mean, yeah, before or right after holidays is probably a great time to go visit theme parks because people, you know, they're working or they, they, uh, you know, a couple of days off for July, people are going to be back to work. And those are the good times to plan your vacations if you're trying to avoid crowds. I mean, obviously, if you have a job where you can only take off on those holiday weekends or, but if you can or you could change it, like if you have to work on a holiday and you could flex your time and take the other days off, mm-hmm. that's a good pro tip. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm going to Adventureland on a random Monday and mm-hmm. the week after July 4th. All right. Cheap Enthusiast chimed in with a few memories. By the way, Cheap Enthusiast, I bring it up a lot. Love Josh. Does great vlogs. So go check out his YouTube channel. Um, but he has memories. A write-up fell into a log, taking a picture of a family in the log flume circa 2000 at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. <laughs> so that is a funny memory to just see that happen. Um, hope they don't listen to the show because they're probably like, damn it, somebody remembers that. Like the most <laughs> embarrassing moment of their life. I'm bring back, yeah. <laughs> I right. went to therapy for that so many yes. years. <laughs> I'm just getting over it, damn it. <laughs> and then it also said one year it rained the entire week at Maurice Pier when he visited, but the company was cool. That's so. good. Hey, it's all about the people. That's some of the best memories is who you're going with, not not mm-hmm. what the rides and, and the park. It's all – I can make or break the trip for sure. And honestly, if you embrace the rain – becomes a lot more fun. Like I remember our ride on Behemoth where we got drenched um, riding that in Canada and then just Kings Island too, like our first trip ever. Yeah, first, yeah, we got rained out and we kept, well, they made this joke of Kings Island sucks because it was the rain. Yeah. Uh, I I liked Kings Island. Um, we'll, I tried we'll to stick up for it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was like, I want to ride, mainly because I wanted to ride a lot of rides and mm-hmm. we, we missed out on. But hey, I've been back since. I enjoy it. It's not my favorite park in the world by any means. Um, you it, know, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. Yeah, I'll give it that. Some rides do suck there, but mm-hmm. there's some great rides that makes it not suck. Not suck. <laughs> uh, in the loop podcast, they dropped a funny one here. Memory of how much I laughed when I found out the King's Dominion ran fireworks at 7 p.m. this weekend instead of staying open later. St- Sunset is at three or eight thirty there, <laughs> so there's actually fireworks. That I, I, I tried to find it on social media, and somebody posted a video. Sunny as hell outside, seven o'clock, and they're shooting off fireworks, and you can't even yes. see. Yes. So shout out to Cedar Fair for not even opening, staying open till dark on their busiest one of their busiest weekends. It's ridiculous, man. Is World of Fun like today? Like seven, seven? Oh my god! They're not even doing fireworks. Well, at least they got Which, that right. Yeah. Why would you- <laughs> That's Cedar Fair. Why would you just waste money on fireworks? 
It doesn't make sense. Two, like two or three hours later on July 4th, maybe make your people happy. It's just hilarious. All right. But I did learn that uh, World of Fun will be shooting off fireworks for Grand Carnival that closes at nine and the sun should be setting by then. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll be. find some. And then going out in style said, we watched fireworks at Six Flags Magic Mountain when I was a wee, wee little lad. <laughs> Something went wrong and caused a fairly decent fire over by Viper. About 12 or 13 years ago, so there was the fire. And then another memory, about 12 or 13 years ago, I did a jackass style activity with a bottle rocket. <laughs> that has nothing to do with amusement parks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. If you've seen jackass, you know what exactly what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Which we would not recommend that. Hopefully yeah. you didn't burn anything down there. Um, anyway. Yeah, fire. That's a good memory at a theme park. I guess so. But we appreciate you guys writing in and telling us all about your July 4th memories as we had quite a few ourselves. And I was glad, I was glad to see that um, other people also had some memories. So mm-hmm. thanks for the interactivity, y'all. All right. Time to plug some shit. Let's see. Oh, Theme Parks does, is doing something weird on our document. I messed up something. He messed up something. I thought he was going to start typing something for me to say, <laughs> but uh, here we are. So you got to be following us if you're not already on Instagram and TikTok at Coaster Cuzzies. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. We've been really active on Twitter a lot lately. So get on there, come in, <laughs> get in on the conversation and uh, be a part of that. We're also on Clubhouse. I swear one day we'll probably start talking on there. <laughs> it's just not happening yet, okay? And then make sure you also go rate the podcast. Five-star review. Leave a review. We'll read it on air. Yes, we will. Make sure it's five stars if Please. you like us. If you don't like us, just don't say anything. Don't say anything. Go listen Your mom always says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah, don't say anything at all. And if you then... like us, say something. <laughs> And then our next episode, we will be back on the Great Cuzzy Road Trip, attacking Six Flags Great America and Chicago. One of my favorite Six Flags parks, one of my favorite cities. So that should be a very promising show. Yes. When we get Jeff back on to talk with us again. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you all have a happy 4th of July. You'll be hearing this on July 6th if you listen when it drops on Tuesday. Um, But I hope everyone has a fun one a safe one if you had a theme park hopefully it's not too busy and you get on all the rides you want make an awesome memory other than that you know what to do america stay fly don't bang on the slides <laughs>